My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, a podcast where I, your host, try to give you some tips on how you can explain all this weird, wild, crazy conspiracy stuff to the people you love most, because that's what I've been trying to do for the past 10 years with no success. I've been telling everybody that our government is shady, but every time I do, my family thinks I'm crazy. Like, oh, here we go, Mark. Off again with your... Mark being Mark again. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's the thing about podcasts is when you're on the air, it's like therapy, you know? If I can't talk to my family about this stuff, I'll talk to you, Matt, and all our listeners. Yeah. So who are we talking about today, Matt? is not the territory. An unfinished map is an invitation to adventure, discovery, man's primal urge, his original quest, discovery. The death of discovery is the modern age, the hubris of conclusions, the hypocrisy that knows and bounds. And today we throw all presumptions out the window with our radically returning guest, Sean Hibbler, who's here to discuss his latest film, Old World Order, which will be coming out sometime this year. So without further ado, Sean Hibbler joins me, Mystic Mark, here on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy this conversation with Sean Hibbler. Well, no one has traveled circumnavigated north to south and came back to where they started from because if you go if you go north and keep going you're not going north you're going south any straight line south okay the north is the center so if you were i'm gonna butcher this dave weiss says it all the time if you were you know a hundred yards away from the north the actual center of the earth mount maru aka black rock okay wonder why that corporation named themselves Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, whatever's there, I don't know. Ancients have spoken about it. I, I'm curious to see. Be nice to go and have access, but we don't. But whatever's in the north, it's just the point of if if you're 100 yards away from there and you have a compass, obviously the compass is pointing to that fucking magnetic mountain, right? Whatever's there, whatever it's called. Um, so to start going east to west, you'd have to continue correcting in a circle to the north, especially if you're that close to it. You're going to make a perfect circle around you. You're just going to make a small circle to keep east to west. Obviously, everyone would agree with that. Now, when you make that huge 60, 70,000 miles of the circle, which I think Captain Cook, you know, nailed it. I mean, probably 68,000 miles around is the Antarctica base, which holds our world oceans in. You know, you can't chart 68,000 miles, guys. When you may already made up a ball, actually the ball came after, duh. But when you, when the ball you learn about in school says the equator, the fattest part of this ball earth 
is what, 24,000 miles in circumference? Ladies and gentlemen, here we are back again on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. And with me today is somebody that you've been waiting for to return. He is one of our smashing success top tier guests. Last time he was on the show, he broke all download records. So uh, shout out to you, brother, for helping grow the show. Uh, and I'm excited to have you back on because you are you're a renegade in this community. You're pushing back a lot of uh, these psyops, you know, in, a, in a, a wide variety of topics. But today we're going to be talking about uh, your film level with me, and if we have some time, we're also going to be talking about uh, the old world order and all this uh, deceptive history that we were taught with, uh, you know, at least here in the American education system, a bunch of nonsense. So for folks who surprisingly don't know who you are yet, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and what you've been up to lately. Sure. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me back, and hello to your wonderful audience. I'm glad to hear that you know I'm helping the channel grow. Uh, for me, what that means selfishly is that people are waking up, um, and they want to share it with someone else. But for me personally, yeah, I mean, I've just been traveling like a madman. It's, it's literally, I think, it's every week now for uh, at least over a month and a half, going somewhere to film for Old World Order, which we'll get into later obviously, but, um, yeah, that's what all I've been doing, man. And, um, the good news is that, so I had my fundraiser for the project. Um, it was about half filled up to the point of last month. Um, so it was moving slow, which is fine. It, it gave me more time to strategize and, and figure out who who's next on the list to go like Michelle Gibson's in Arizona, Dr. Narco Longo's in Florida. So it's like, okay, Florida's a more expensive trip. So I'm trying to do all that stuff. And in the process, I get a call from Stu Peters, and he goes, look, man, you know, oh, I won't get into all the personal stuff with his ex-producers um, of Died Suddenly, but it's the point of, you know, he's like, I'm looking for someone to make a film with. It looks like you're in the middle of beginning a film. He's like, what can I do to 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 get you to help me with another film? And I was like, well, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down to collaborate for sure. And he's like, all right. He goes, let me let me fund the rest of your uh, fundraiser. He's like, let me just get get that done for you so you can get this one done. We'll put it under my Stu Peters Presents network and we can release it to the public in 4K for free now. And I'm like, what a win win. Well, how blessed am I? Because now it's like, you know, it, it always irked me that, you know, well, not really. I mean, it's my career. Right? I'm a filmmaker. Three years going strong now. No nine to five. Thank thank God for all of the people in the world that have helped that uh, be possible, of course. I couldn't do it without actual people, right? The donators, the people that care. And I look at it now, it's like, wow, you know, if I could team up with him, even for future projects, e even all my projects moving forward, I can release it for free. I don't have to put $5 to rent, you know, and then they download it and they leak it on bid shoot and then no one supports me. And then I'm struggling to pay bills. So it's always this process of like that, that feeling in my soul of like, 
here's release day, right? I worked all year on level with me, right? I worked all year. I traveled to all these places. I did all these things. I even risk getting arrested at least once, maybe twice. <laughs> but it it's the point of, you know, today's the day, release, you know, $5. You know, I'll put it for free in 30 days. That's never good enough for anyone, of course. But in 30 days, I'll put it for free on YouTube and Rumble and everything. Just these 30 days, you know, this is my bills. Like, I, you know, this is my life. This is how I, I feed my family. And it's like, I don't have to do that anymore because that piece of it can be gone possibly for the future. And that's what I'm the most excited about is being able to make real films, real topics, uh, crazy topics for sure uh, that we can make a film on a lot of rabbit holes, as you know, um, a lot of evidence, a lot of receipts. So it's, it's exciting, but just the, the, the most exciting part I'll leave with this on this is that I don't have to put a price tag on it anymore. It always felt weird, even though I had to, right? It's a, I have bills. I live in California on top of it. So it's like, that could be gone, possibly, you know, and I pray for that. And I've always prayed for that day because that's what I want to do is make films and give it to the world for free and the best quality. I don't have to do anything else but that. And that might be possible now, guys. That's all I'm saying. So I'm excited. I love that, man. Congrats. And I'm glad to hear that it's working out. And yeah, there's so much ground to cover, uh, especially with what we're going to be talking about first, because when you realize how deep the deception goes, you know, from early childhood, they give you these very symbolic images and tell you, this is where you are. This is how it is. This is what it is. And then for the rest of your life, if you stray from that, you know, you're ostracized, you're called a crazy person, you're, you're called, you know, uh, slow even. I mean, the, the insults are a little ridiculous when in actuality, the people who voice the most, you know, resistance are usually the, the least critical of their beliefs. They, 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 they've spent the least amount of time questioning uh, what they've just kind of absorbed throughout their life. So, uh, the shape of the earth. I mean, it's a big concept. Uh, I think gravity is inherently tied into this model of how science tells us to see the world. And within your excellent documentary film uh, level with me, you guys demonstrate how gravity may actually just be something entirely different. We've been given this big G, coincidental, maybe not that it's a G, but uh, this big G has been, uh, you know, shown to us and, and it seems it's not that. So take it away, brother. I mean, what do, what should people know about electrostatic forces and, and, and how gravity is, is this really deceptive concept? Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing. The, the problem pe- most people don't understand is that you're taught this at a young age. So before you even fathom what life's all about and what anything really is, I mean, you're, you know, I think they say once you're seven, your brain can really start processing consciously things and you start remembering everything. You start becoming yourself. Right. So that's why they attack it right away. They attack it right away because you're, you're in that stage of American tradition, right? Santa Claus, Easter bunny, you know, fairy tales, things that, and I'm not, I'm not saying like you're bad if you do that with your kids, but it's just things that 
you know, it's just, oh, it's tradition, tradition to lie to your child and get their hopes up for something that doesn't exist. I think it makes them more gullible in school, especially when they're five, six years old. And it's like, hey, you live on this thing. And it's like, I think most kids are confused at first, of course, when they're taught this, but they remember seeing it. You know, I remember seeing it in the crib with the, with the sun in the center and all, you know, they, they remember it, you know, conscious. They're like, oh yeah, I kind of, you know, or, or the, the, the parents are really into NASA or space stuff or, you know, so they push it even more, especially with the cartoons, it's all space, you know? So it becomes to a point where you could tell that child that, you know, um, the vegetable cabbage, it's cabbage is the outside of the ball. It's a, it's, it's the strongest leaf in it that's holding the water in, you know I mean? And the kid, my, my point is it's silly, but my point is the kid would believe that and probably love cabbage. Right. So it's like one of these things where you could tell the kid anything at that point, they're going to believe it. And that and really, they don't even care at that age or they're fantasized with it. So it becomes even a, a bigger problem later on in life. But eventually as a parent, you tell your child, Hey, Santa's not real. You know, I don't want you going, um, you know, into third grade or something thinking it's still real. Mike had jumped. Right. So, uh, you eventually got to break the news to him about the Easter bunny, all, all this stuff. However, parents do it. I don't know, but it, you know, no one told them that the globe, the ball earth isn't, isn't real either because they're under the same trance, you know, they're under the Rockefeller education system. They're under the, what I call more of a Freemasonic layout of what we're taught and why we're taught it. Um, having no knowledge, having no wisdom, turning into slaves. This is what they want. You know, they've admitted that many times. They've been quoted that many times. It's what they want in this country, especially is, you know, just workers and, and shut the fuck uppers. Yeah, that's it. And pay your taxes You'll die of cancer by 65. That's the goal. That's how they make it, the system. So that's just default, um, most humans. So, it, you know, they got it under control. But once you start questioning it, then you become a lunatic. Then you become, you know, ridiculed. Then you become a weirdo. And um, like your show is called, you know, family thinks you're crazy. So uh, I'd rather be crazy knowing what I know, the truth about many things, um, then to keep living in deception. But with, uh, in fairness, living in deception is uh, a lot easier. Uh, being plugged in the matrix is is fun. I, I was in that, you know. I used to, I couldn't even, I had quit jobs. I couldn't miss my Cubs game, you know. I, I Especially playoffs, like I'd quit my job if, if I couldn't, you know what I mean? Like that's how much it plugged in of so many, and every, everybody's trying to unplug right now. And I feel like the ones that aren't, uh, you know, they're not going to make it. That's all. They're just not going to make it. We try though. We help them. But I think our energy needs to be focused more on um, these topics and the truth and getting it to the people that are at least skeptical, you know, at least, you know, done with the old, you know, ridiculing aspect of anything. It's like, you know, because if I said the earth is flat in 2015 to somebody, I got a way different response than if I say it now, period. It's night and day. And that makes me feel good. And it's not about just selfishly makes me feel good. It makes me feel good for humanity that at minimum, it's less ridiculed. So now the message can be approached differently. But the issue, as you know, and everybody probably listening knows, is it's hard for that person post-2018. I'll be nice. Post-2018. It's hard for anyone to just on their own, the way I did it in 2014, to just go to Google, go to Bing, go to Yandex, wherever you like, duck, duck, go, whatever. And, and learn about the flat earth, learn about what we're actually saying. 
Okay. I know flat earth has been rationalized and, and, and the term itself has been, you know, it's just, it, it sounds weird at that point. It sounds like a disc in space. Like people get this image of this BS that we've never said. So it's one of these things where it's like, man, how do you combat this algorithm? How do you combat the censorship? It's like, it's almost difficult, but that's what I, that's why I make films. Cause I feel like there's no better way in the world to outthink them than to make a film that word of mouth can fucking talk. Word of mouth can talk. Well, people talk. People hit the share button. doesn't matter if they hit the share button a million times and it only says a thousand in reality on what your screen is. It says 1,000 shares. Could be a million. We don't know how this system works. We don't know how, how, because trust me, I know on my YouTube channel, you know, I'd upload something and it'd be 500K in a couple weeks. I mean, you know, sometimes as low as two two hundred k or something. It's just the way it was. It's like, oh shit, boom! All these people watch it, share it. Now, man, I'm, sometimes I'm lucky to get five thousand views. And my my subscribers, they actually let it hit hundred k. It's weird because it was on like ninety nine k for I feel like two or three years. They never let me get it, and then somehow they let me get it. And mm. it's still my view. Like you see the views, you're like, what is going on? How how did, yeah. how would this happen? Um, and I know how. You know, I, I feel like I know how with the algorithm and their software and what they can do. They put you on a list, and your handle is now. You know, every one thousand views is actually a hundred, and they can do it. It's so easy. Is the point? We can think of a million ways how you can rig a system to do that, and it's 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 all plausible. So, but I look at it like this. The last thing I'll say is a film like Love It With Me is powerful in itself because whether whatever side of the fence you're on if you heard about it it's it's worth you know it, it's something where it's like hey it's worth watching you should see this one it's not some you know boring slideshows images or you know I'm, I'm i'm filming people like we're going into nasa we're going to florida where we're sneaking microphones in i mean there's signs everywhere you can't bring microphones you can't bring cameras in I don't fucking care. I don't care. I, I, you know, the only thing you can do is use your cell phone. Okay. Well, I want professional, I want better audio than my cell phone. This is a film. So what can we do? You know, hide the microphones and belts. So there's a million things that we did, um, to get in there the way we did. I had a selfie stick and I was acting while I was shooting Justin Harvey, um, with the uh, talking to the astronaut about the ISS. I didn't want anybody to know that. Obviously I didn't even know, want them to know we were together. And when it was his turn, I acted like I was shooting a selfie of myself. I'm holding it right at him and the astronaut without making it obvious. Cause I, I just grabbed whatever I could. I grabbed like a charm, a NASA charm. And I'm like, I'm literally, I'm in the moment because I have to sell. I know I'm like, I got 30 seconds probably before they're like next, you know, to Justin. And I'm like, I don't know what he's going to say. We didn't, it's like, it was so last minute and you know, I got pulled off. It's like, and I was supposed to go out there the weekend before and there would have been no astronaut there. So I look at these things as like, I'm, I'm in that spot for a reason. I'm here now for a reason. And when I, when you see it happen, when you're in the moment and you're like, this is why we got delayed last week because of right, right now. And you're in the moment you're like, Oh, or if I'm in Texas with Tanner at the NASA balloon facility, we were just kind of like aesthetically. It's in the middle of nowhere in Texas, just aesthetically, let's get where they launch him from. And we'll talk about satellites. And this guy comes right at us when he was closing up and makes history, you know? So it's like, we were supposed to go the morning before and we, we just decided, you know, let's go tomorrow. Just random. Like it wasn't random. None of that would have happened, you know? And that, this is how I live life every day is just knowing that, 
just trust, trust my senses, trust God, trust the path I'm on and never shy away from the truth and never shy away from doing everything with love first. You know, love has to be the source of my message, my film, my vision. Um, and that's it. Because to me, then there's no, there's no, the road ahead doesn't, it's not going to veer. And that's what usually happens with people. It's like, they'll get on a, they'll jump on a different train. Someone brings them into a different train and they're like, oh shit. Now their life ends up being different because they made the wrong decisions. I'm just trying to, you know, trust my senses and trust the people around me and make my inner circle very tight. And, but man, I look at my inner circle now opposed to 10 years ago, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, just a powerful inner circle. And, um, you know, it's hard to trust people nowadays, of course, but, you know, I look at it like, what are people saying about the truth present day? What are people saying about our children and what's happening? You know, are there topics that these people in my inner circle will not shy away from if brought up, right? Um, and when those answers check out, you know, I keep those people in to my circle because this is how we win a war is, um, for me, it's raising awareness of every issue. You know, to me, number one is to, to go to the North and go to the South. That would end oh, whatever issue someone has, you know, including child trafficking, all of that, which is still first place to eradicate period. But in terms of the awareness, everybody, everyone's aware. I can go to my neighbor, you know, the children are trafficked. They'll go, yeah. They don't know anything about it, like the way me and you would know more about stuff, you know, what the, the government and all these people are doing. But at the same time, you know, if you tell people next door, hey, you know, do you know that it's illegal to travel to Antarctica? Do you know it's illegal to go to the north and, 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 and keep going to the actual center? And it's guarded. You can't go in there, you know. Um, and especially the 60th parallel south, it's illegal. It's a treaty, you know, we can't go there. Uh, we definitely can't explore out there. So, and these are things people don't know. They don't even know, have no idea. Um, some of them I've talked to, you know, I talk to strangers, Uber drivers, anyone. I, I'm not quiet ever, anywhere I go. I try to, I go, okay, let me feel this person out. You know, if they were in a mask, I don't fucking say shit. Sorry. Like, if, <laughs> I see, you know, yeah, I mean, call it what it is. But if, if I get an Uber driver and they're wearing a mask, present day, especially, I'm like, I'm, no. how you doing? I'm Thank with you. you. That's, I'm that's with about you. it for me. How you yeah. doing? And thanks. Cause they got me there safe. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm everybody. Duh, 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 duh. And uh, you'd be, you'd be surprised, man. I surprised myself, even in California. I mean, it, it's looking around. It's like these Uber drivers. It's like, you know, it's, it makes you wonder. It's like, are people waking up and we, and we just don't know how much because every topic I bring up, it, no one's like, oh, come on. I, I don't hear that. I feel like they only video record those types of people and put those on TV or put those on shows. Like, look at these Californians or something, right? I don't know. But like everywhere I go, normal people, nine to five people, nor, you know, everyday working people. I feel like it's different now than even three years ago. So I'm hopeful. But to get back to level with me, um, yeah, I mean, that was... Um, that was interesting. I, and I was blessed to have Eddie Bravo join, you know, and Bryce Mitchell and Joel Bauman. You know, these people are, these are busy people, you know, not saying Dave Weiss is busy. He's doing like probably three shows a day, flat smacking people. But, you know, it's just the point of, you know, I got my, uh, the people that I worked with in that film was just like, 
you know, my dreams to have a, have us all together somewhere one day because um, very good communication and uh, it's like strategies were involved with the film, man. But a lot of it was just random manifestation, just, just, oh shit. And it was good. It was good. I, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, oh, you know, I didn't know if you had any questions about the film or anything else. I don't want to like answer questions you've had like while ranting, you know. No, Just it's fine. I mean, that's yeah. that's perfect. If you if you do answer one of my questions without me having to ask, that just means I, <laughs> I talk less in the episode. No big deal there. But uh, <laughs> I talk a lot, so I'll, I'll hope for that. <laughs> no, I mean, again, I, I love it. So when it comes to gravity, you know, it seems like there's a tremendous deal of psychology propping up this concept. <laughs> you know, it's really, you know, maybe that's the only force that's keeping gravity in play. Uh, but when we really start to look at some of the leading edges of science, it seems like the electromagnetic universe is maybe a, a better understanding. And even the idea of the universe is kind of laden with this preconceived notion of the the globe earth which you kind of express that point of like you know people have a hard time grasping this and they really need to just throw the whole thing out and start from scratch to understand what we're meaning by flat earth we're not talking about a disc floating in the same concept that we are throwing out no we got to throw the whole thing out globe and all and start from scratch, right? So so we have a flat plane, and this force of electromagnetism, I mean, as Tesla said, think in, in terms of uh, frequency, vibration, and, and energy, was it, right? So I wonder if, if our worlds are not separated by something more like a, a dimensional portal than uh than like eons of of time space as we've been given with this whole star trek star wars fantasy right i mean seems like something like a a, a wormhole would be more accurate than uh something like a, a spaceship but yeah that's i mean even that kind of borders in the realms of of normal science so when you're when you're approaching this and throwing everything out from scratch you know, does electricity and the electromagnetic universe, is that something that's maybe more apparent because humans are, we seem to conform to that. Like our, our thoughts are literally electric signals. Our body has an electric charge. Am I following? Everything's along? electric. Yeah. 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 Right. These well, are demonstrable. Exactly. Remember the scientific method? Remember learning about that? Get seven of your peers, you know, observable, measurable, testable, repeatable. These are things gravity is not. These are things the globe is not on top of that. Um, so the issue is, again, by default, you tell gravity. Yeah, you can't have a spinning ball without it. So that's where it stems from. The, the electrostatic nature of our realm, the, the, this plane, this the basement of the universe Everything is electric, but the, the, the neutral, the ground is the ground. Yeah, I mean, people know what grounding is. You put your feet, you know, in the soil and the grass, you know, you're grounding. Well, that's the ground. And everything is, is, is pulled into the ground. It's, it's the electric charge. Uh, it, it, that's for us. That's the natural. That's, that's the point. If you think about it as a, if you created a system, if you created this earth, this world, yeah, the people would never, that's the thing you get, get ever ahead of, well, wouldn't we just float? Like, what do you like? This comes from the indoctrination of gravity. 
that you would float without gravity. And that, that's where it comes from. So you tell them it's electrostatics. It's like, well, where is this floating? There's no floating. If you bring the perfect thing, this is the way I look at it. You bring, you know, a, a ping pong ball, a golf ball, and a helium balloon to the ocean. Right? You let go of the helium balloon, it goes up. You let go of the ping pong ball, it goes down, but it floats. And you let go of the golf ball and it goes down and it goes all the way down. Well, it's density, buoyancy, electrostatics. The nature of the electric realm that we're in, the higher you go up, the more electricity. Period. All the way to the top where you can't go anymore. So they have always used the ether. Okay. They've always used the electric nature of our realm for energy that, that's what it's always that's what it's still for i don't know why i'm not you but i don't know why people still think like that you plug something in your outlet and that's like something the government made or something what are you talking about where do you think electricity is coming from the ground no yeah i mean technically maybe some of the cords are yeah but it's all it's all hooked up to something that's outside pulling it from the ether you could do that yourself and have free energy but obviously you know your electricity company will come knocking because you know they, they'll, they'll somehow I feel like they'll find out. So the point is, is that like everything in the world, oil, everything it's, 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 and the schooling system, it's for, it's for money, control, power, you know, this, this electricity, everything's electric. So it, it, you have to look at the density, the buoyancy of the object, and then the electric balance of it all. Um, and I think that's why, you know, we are protected from 5g, 4g rate, Wi-Fi if you're grounding. You are protected. It's like a human shield at that point. I mean, we're connected to the earth. We're one with the earth. And that's why our shoes are rubber. Mm. So you get none of that. <laughs> right. Well, and but no, my, listen, electrostatics, one to the 36 power, stronger than gravity even claims to be. So check this out. You look at the scientific method. If me and you can do electrostatic tests the way me and Austin Witsit did it and level with me, okay? And we can get seven of our peers to do the same exact thing, especially with stronger uh, machines and, 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 you know, stronger horsepower to, to lift and, and maneuver things faster and, and stronger to show the example of electrostatics and, and determining it's up down. You can control the up down with the elect electrostatics. So we proved that in the film, whether or not it went over someone's head or not. My point is this seven of your peers can do it. So it's real. Now, what we just showed, what we just proved in that and what seven others can prove and a million others can prove is that that determines the up and down. So that is provable in the scientific method to be the way things go up and down. Then you got gravity. Now, this force is a theory, okay? But this force is universally believed. Obviously, we know why. Programming, propaganda, okay? But... At the same time, this this force compared to the one that's scientifically provable, this force, you would think they'd lie, right? Revelation of method, they won't. You'd think they lie, though. They would say that this force, this theory, is way stronger than electrostatics, you know? I mean, it holds, the it holds a billion-pound oceans to it. It, it. it better be something up here. It better be really strong. No, it's 1 to the 36 power weaker than electrostatics. Publicly, this isn't, this isn't on conspiracies.com. So, huh? You know, it's like, wait, this is just going over everybody's head. And this is why it's not taught in universities. This is why it's not studied. This is why it's not spoken about, especially the ether. They, 
So, you know, there's no money in free energy for them. There's no money in truth for them. So, you know, gravity is um, a fairy tale. It's, it's a, it, it protects their Santa ball that they created. They, no one's going to believe we live on a ball, you fucking idiot. People just fall upside down. They're, they're going to fall off. No, we got to make up some force. It's got like carbon copy coding from electrostatics. Here's a new formula called gravity. That's what holds everything together. And it's like, you know, they'll believe it because they controlled all the asylums before. So well, you have no other choice but to believe it. Well, and, and is it any coincidence, I think not, that these ideas became prominent around the same time that historians call the age of discovery, right? This quote-unquote time period where we were discovering the known lands of the earth for the first time ever, right? As if they had never done this before in all the, you know, conceivable history of man. Nobody had ever thought to get in a boat and, and figure out how far they can go. Uh, it was only just a couple centuries ago that they decided to do that. It seems to me rather that you know, maybe they just finally coerced everybody into agreeing like, hey, we're drawing the lines here and we're also drawing it in this geometrical shape so that People don't ever explore beyond what's, you know, what's beyond, right? Yeah, you, sell them, you sell them on east to west. Going east to west is a circle, right? Around a ball. Once you can sell that, you're done. It's over because people are just going to think, well, let's travel around the world and get back to where we started from. Well, there's only seven continents in, in this world, maybe eight. Maybe there's another one somewhere, but... There's there's seven or eight continents in this and this lake that we live in, so yeah, east to west is is also a circle uh, on a flat plane, which is what you do. Every every pilot corrects to the north if they're traveling east to west, west to east. They should correct the other. It's just a point of like, duh. I mean, yeah, it's a circle. So yeah, you're always going to continue to go around. You can go around your block and come back to where you started from. Your your house is in a sphere, so it's like. You know, anyone can do east to west, but it's north to south is what the key is there. Well, no one has traveled, circumnavigated north to south and came back to where they started from. Because if you go, if you go north and keep going, you're not going north, you're going south. Any straight line south, okay? The north is the center. So if you were, I'm going to butcher this, Dave Weiss says it all the time. If you were, uh, you know, 100 yards away from the north, the actual center of the earth, Mount Maru, a.k.a. Black Rock. Okay, wonder why that corporation named themselves BlackRock. Oh, there you go. Um, so, you know, whatever's there, I don't know. Ancients have spoken about it. I, I'm curious to see. Be nice to go and have access, but we don't. But whatever's in the north, it's just the point of if if you're 100 yards away from there and you have a compass, obviously the compass is pointing to that fucking magnetic mountain, right? Whatever's there, whatever it's called. Um. So to start going east to west, you'd have to continue correcting in a circle to the north, especially if you're that close to it. You're going to make a perfect circle around your, you're just going to make a small circle to keep east to west. Obviously, everyone would agree with that. Now, when you make that huge 60, 70,000 miles of a circle, which I think Captain Cook, you know, nailed it. I mean, probably 68,000 miles around is the Antarctica base, which holds our world oceans in. Um, you know, you can't chart 68,000 miles guys when you may already made up a ball, actually the ball came after duh. but when you, 
when the ball you learn about in school says the equator, the fattest part of this ball Earth is what, 24,000 miles in circumference? So how can someone circumnavigate the world or circumnavigate Antarctica is what was said. Antarctica would be that little little splooge on the bottom. What's that, 7,000 miles around, maybe? Eight, that, nine, nine, I'll say 10,000. 68,000 miles? Come on. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, he did. He did go around Antarctica. Can't get in by boat. You know, there's ice shelves, ice walls, whatever you want to call it, all over. Um, there's probably some ways to get in. I don't, again, can't go there and look. I'm sure there are, or sure maybe it's seasonal. I've read stuff in the past that, you know, uh, certain seasons, certain certain um, coordinates with, with the uh, the uh, the tropics and the sun and the moon, you know, and it'll open something up. I don't know. But by now, I'm sure me and you could both agree that, you know, <laughs> the powers that be, they already found a way. I mean, they could, <laughs> they probably got airships back into the picture just to, or they've always had them and they keep them over there because airships, the only way to really go, if there's more land, if there was another lake with continents like ours, you know, like if there was, yeah, an airship would be the the probably the only way to travel for that. It makes ten times ten times more sense than any other form of travel would be an airship. Self generated helium, fucking kidding me. You can go probably visit every single piece of the earth in your lifetime if you had an airship, which is a big reason why they took them took them out. But um, yeah, it's just it's crazy, man. Because like the the awareness people should have on what they could possibly be going on south past the 60th parallel and what's possibly there in the north that would change humanity forever, change humanity forever, more than anything in the world. And all I'm doing is just trying to raise the awareness, you know, and, and even some flat earthers come to me like, Oh dude, did quit saying there's more land and uh, God didn't put more land in the Bible. And I'm like, listen, it, whatever book, whatever hotel book you want to throw me, that's fine. I don't care. But remember this, the actual scriptures that talk about earth and its entire creation. I don't think God mentioned seven fucking continents. Okay. God mentioned everything. So there could be 3000 continents on this earth. We don't even know. We only know about seven. That's all I'm, all I'm saying is all we really know is about seven, eight, including Atlantis. If you go down that rabbit hole, but there, you know, we, what we know publicly, you think that's it. You think that's it. Oh, that's it. Emerald bird was just a plant, you know, even though they killed him six months later, he was just a plant to, to what, to what get killed and, and the story buried. And then NASA starts. That's not a coincidence. And in the process, there's a treaty that's starting all at the same time. Right. It's not a, it's not a coincidence that he there's more continents. He comes back north oh sides North America. No one's ever seen that before. Another continent over there. Holy shit. We've read his diary, he talks about warm conditions. He talks about a race of giants in the north. A lot of stuff, but to think that they would tell all of us about it I, I doesn't make sense. So yes, we have to speculate unfortunately. There's nothing I can do about having to speculate, but speculation is fine if you have receipts to aid it, if you have evidence to aid it, if you have maps to aid it, if you have all of this has been covered up also as a form of aiding it. Um, and that's how I look at it. You know, all these crazy maps. I have a bunch of maps and stuff like that. They're, one of them has like a hundred lakes all over it. It's, it's a cool concept. It's also scientifically possible as well. Um, to have all that. So it, 
it'd be nice to know is the point. The only way to know is to raise awareness because I can't do it alone. Okay. Raise awareness and, and maybe activate some assassins, activate some people with balls, activate some strategizers, activate people that will put, will look at that film and go, wait a minute, holy shit. What if this is possible? And if they actually read the treaty and read this and read that and read the, the previous arrests from people that have tried to go, if they do their research and get together their, their gangs, you know, whatever you want to call it and, and put something together, they could, they could change the world. Whoever, whoever would want to do that. And I'm down the help, but it's, I can't do it alone. So I try to put some spec, some of these speculations in my film. It's only really backlash I ever get. And it's usually from flat earthers. Um, it's usually the ones I'm waking up to this topic is because of that. Hmm. Granted, it's because of the speculation of more land that they're like, wait a minute. I don't care if I get made fun of now. Well, can I, <laughs> can I be super honest? I think that's, yeah. it's the opposite for me. Like really? I was initially okay. opposed and I had a really close friend who is like by the Bible from birth sure. to, to sure. now, like her whole family and she's devout flat earther. So I was introduced to these ideas from that lens and when I started hearing what you were saying, especially about like Captain Cook and like just how it doesn't add up, how they're exploring and measuring the earth and it just, it still doesn't add up. Even if you look at live flight radar right now, you see there's parts of the so-called, you know, known earth where planes never fly over. So it, to, to me, it seems like this is, this is obfuscating something. They're trying to obscure something. And even if you look at like Easter Island, Nowhere else on the planet do you have structures like that. What if, you know, we, we flatten out this idea, this model, and then there's an avenue that opens up in the Pacific Ocean to exactly what you're saying, an eighth continent, more land, whatever's underneath the ice sheets and, and or beyond the ice wall. I think that idea is so fascinating, and it, it kind of turned me uh, away from being so skeptical about Flat Earth that I was like, you know, opposed to it right now. I'm, I'm open to it because of this concept of more lands and Admiral Byrd kind of confirms that as well with his, his saga. Yeah. And I mean, a, a good book for your audience um, is the Iron Republic because that, you know, whether or not you read the Iron Republic, which was from the late 1800s. And I think it was published in the Hawaiian Gazette, 1902, Don't quote me on that somewhere around there. But the Iron Republic is, you know, a firsthand eyewitness account of a man. I think it was a mayor. Something was going on in the States. I think it was the Great Fires. That's what I think was going on at that point in time in history. And he was just, I'm done. I'm done with all this stuff going on here. He got his crew together, got a, a nice ship, and, and they just took off. They just, they didn't know where they're going to go. They're going to end up in Europe, Africa. They, they just, let's get the fuck out. And it's a story of his whole journey and all of a sudden they get lost. They see a new set of stars and what, you know, like they don't know where, like, where are we? They don't know what's going on. And they stumble upon an, uh, another continent. Um, these were bigger people. I'm not going to say he said 15 foot tall, but they were bigger people. And he's, they, they call themselves the way we call ourselves United States. They call themselves the Iron Republic. And uh, they knew of New York where he was from or wherever he was from. Florida, I think, somewhere around there, the East Coast, and 
they knew of his location. Like, how are you here? They were kind of like, you're not supposed to be here, but it's cool. Like, this is insane. Like, holy, you know, they were both shocked. And then he learned they had all this high tech tech technology. They have flat screen TVs. And this is in the book. So my point is, I don't want to get, I don't want to talk about this book this whole time, but if you read that book, you have two options. One, like me, you could think, dude, this reigns true. This shit's fucking legit. He literally documented legitimate shit. You know, I mean, flying spacecrafts over there. There's no gray guys with bug guys in this book. This is real. These are humans, maybe bigger, maybe advanced. And they, they got all this shit going on over there. And this is the 1800s. So you could think of it like me, like, dude, that reigns true. That's probably a legitimate story. Or you can go, oh, my God, man, this is just a fantasy book. It's sci-fi. Just blah. Okay. I'll give you that. Tip of the cap. It's sci-fi, even though they hid the story the entire time. It's just sci-fi. It's fine. But explain the technology that he's explaining in that book in the 1800s that we all have now. Is what? Is this a bat to the future moment for people where they're like, oh, they knew it was coming out back then. And no, no, no. Like he's explaining the life we live. Right. And this and this, like we're we're delayed in terms of technology. And I think that a lot of again, now this is speculation. But if there if there is other worlds, which I think there are in terms of other lakes, other other ponds, possibly other other continents, other forms of life, possibly other other ways of, 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 of daytime and nighttime. I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's pure speculation because in my heart, I think there's one sun and one moon. That's my heart, but I still don't know. I don't know is the point. Um, if for, for anyone that doesn't say, I don't know, they're, they're crazy to me. So, but because I don't know, I'm, I'm aware that it's possible, you know, that there's something else going on. And a lot of, a, a lot of older books and stories and things kind of make sense to that in my opinion right. um which is easy where you're like hey man like everybody knows about these seven continents it's been charted for, on maps for years over you know the the general public knows about these seven continents we just got to take them and you know luckily the ice shelves are you know keeping us all here so we'll just take that and just if you actually take that and then you wrap it into a ball the the border of Antarctica, all this this all these things actually become that little splooge. I mean, you could do this in Photoshop, whatever you use to to turn something, uh, you know, into a, a ball, wrap it around, and that's exactly what happens to Antarctica. I mean, I mean, who knows, man? I mean, you know, what if there was more continents in just this, this known world, you know, that we know that we know about right now? I mean. No one's out there charting anything. I haven't heard anyone like ex, you know, doing expedition expeditions on charting territory. Again, you're taught just like Truman Show. They pull down the map. Hey, it's already you know. Sit down, Truman. You know, right. I want to be an explorer. No, sit down. It's already been explored. So sit down. Right. And right. I think that's the point I'm trying to make here is, you know, we just we grow up as children, being forced to accept fantasy as truth, and being told to not trust our senses because everyone's born with, um, you know, uh, traits, your brain, love, you know, um, um, you know, warmth, you know, want to be freezing to death. It, it, there's, there's just things, but exploration is one, especially for me when I was like, like you're born with that as a human to explore. That's something that your brain's supposed to be doing. You're supposed to, as a human, you're supposed to be migrating, exploring, going places, doing not just sitting at home every fucking day. So they teach you at a young age that, hey, I believe all these lies, including Santa. We'll tell you later. It's, it's bullshit. But 
believe all this stuff. It sounds way better than the truth. They spice it up, man. Fucking elves are coming too, right? So they, they do everything they can to, to, to look over here. Meanwhile, the kid's like, why do I have this exploration type of mind though? Like I, I what's out there? Nothing's out there. Shut the fuck up here. Take this ball home and you're going to be tested on it too. You get a D, which you should, because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Then you're going to get in trouble. You're right. So it's like they force you to memorize the stuff and memorization becomes, you know, just fact to people. And that's it, man. They just, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard for a lot of people to break out of our home our where we live because it's, you know, they, they, they normalized it, glamorized it, you know, astronauts on Sesame street. I mean, you can't at Disney for God's sakes, Disney. I mean, astronaut, everything with them and space, everything. So it's like, it's hard. It's hard. The indoctrinations, the heaviest of any topic, it's the, the, the space and the, we come from monkeys and it's like, no, we came from giants. That's a fact. Our ancestors were tall as fuck. Okay. And strong and smart as fuck. Okay. We're not, we didn't come from some stupid ass fucking ape <laughs> and some endless universe. Just, we're just flying around everywhere. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and I get now, I, you know, looking back, I get why they'd want to create a system, design a system like that. Cause now, you know, your mental train of thought is fucking life don't matter. None of this shit fucking matters. Fucking, you know, whatever, go through with whatever the evil spirits are affecting that human at the time, because dude, we come from monkeys, fucking nothing matters, right? We're all going to just die anyway. So it's like, yeah, well, no, I mean, once you know that death is an illusion, you know, then you can live life like the avatar at that point. Yeah. I think what you're saying about, you know, this, urge of exploration this natural born curiosity that we all have you know you see it now with social media especially i I try to look for like uh, guys on ships and you'll see like guys down in in, you know these bodies of water that they call the south sea or the south pacific you know oftentimes they venture to a place where a big military ship will come and say hey, you got to turn around do not go any further and they they say oh you're getting too close to antarctica and oh well it's for your own safety cuz we don't want you to freeze to death but you know they're in perfectly normal conditions it's a sunny day like they they see antarctica it. can get up to 40 degrees in the in their summer so i i mean Right. I'm from Chicago. I'm negative 10 degrees most of my life. Dude, I could deal with Antarctica in the summertime. Man. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing. It's like, it seems like, you know, as we were talking about before with the model and how you described, you can take something flat and kind of morph it to any shape you want. Maybe that explains why when you look at their model of the globe, there's just this big empty space where the Pacific Ocean is. It almost seems like they, that's like their, their, you're, they're correcting for mistakes with that just area right there. And what, I mean, what, and, what a better excuse. Oh, it's just ocean. There's nothing there. You'll drown. Don't go there. Well, think of the Southern ocean. We don't even, that's not even on anyone's mind and the just society, right? You know, Atlantic Pacific, you know, it's like, the, what about the Southern oceans? It's, it's like, I'm sure there's some globes nowadays. I'm sure it's, <laughs> there's not even the Southern oceans on there. I mean, it, it, for me, that, that, the fact that no one's even, I mean, generally speaking, like just normal society, no one's curious about any of this, you know, they don't be, and the reason it's, it's not even in their brain 
because it's it's out of sight, out of mind completely. It's shoved out. The 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 natural sense of exploration, the natural sense is is there more, has been shifted to look up and now say, is there more out there? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You mean the the energy lights, the the the, the vibrational, possibly even souls? I don't know what they are, but these local beautiful decorative lights in, in our in our world, right above our fucking head, not far away at all whether that's being projected or not. I don't know anything about them. They're beautiful. They all look different. Zoom, I, you know, grab a Nikon P1000, do your own tests, zoom in on these lights that are billions and trillions of light years away. And um, if that was the case, as I'm zooming in on that little dot in the sky that my eyes see from earth as a dot, I'm looking at a dot. 98% of all these dots look the same size. Just so happens that all of them are billions and trillions of, distances away but because they're bigger it all works out always it's like the sun and moon it always works out yeah they're the same size though just you know just there's bigger and small it's it perfectly syncs up but you know as i'm zooming in on that dot in the sky doesn't matter what fucking camera i have it should always be a dot in the sky if that light is trillions of light years away nothing's gonna fucking change from this zoom it's a, it's just gonna be a dot forever man but it's not a dot forever. Just like you have to have the concept of, you know, obviously you can grasp if we're outside and I'm like, hey, look, there's a commercial jet at cruising altitude. I could, because you could barely see that. I mean, that's, I think it's about, there's six, seven, six or seven miles up at cruising altitude. And I think they get up to 10, but it, it's the point of you can barely see that. You're like, you, with your naked eye, you're like, uh, yeah, I think it's, a, it could be a chemtrail jet. I don't, I don't know, but you can see it, right? Now you take the Nikon. Now me and you can both fathom that the screen on the Nikon, as I'm zooming in, is going to make that plane a little bigger, little bigger, little bigger, little bigger. Little. Now we can see the fucking pilot's face. And literally a Nikon would be able to, especially if you can follow it. But so you can concept that, right? You, you understand, of course, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Yeah. It's 10 miles away, but you're zooming in and there's not much, you know, there's a little atmosphere in between you with clouds, whatever, but clear day, fucking pick it up. Well, just now the, the plane's gone and it's nighttime and you do the same thing with those lights in the sky. That should, that, that should never happen. And it still does. It's growing and growing and growing and growing. And then you see like a, it just looks like a, it looks like a, uh, when you, when you see music played or, or water, you know, with the flower petals and all, all those stuff that, uh, oh, that's what it looks like. I forgot what that's called, but you know, you hit the doom and you see the water just the shapes. Cymatics. Okay, there you go. So that's what every star looks like in real life, including Mars, including the planets, the wandering stars. Um, but it, it, all of them look like that shape, but their own colors. Some of them look like there's a face on. I, I don't make, I, dude, it's weird. It looks like a face. It looks like a woman's face to me, but some of them are, are are literally a completely different shape than than anything you've ever seen and that they have these beautiful colors and so unique but so these once you can focus on it and it, it's it's there you can see like that we're in some sort of gradient like a like a h3 top system some sort of hydrogen that that it's so dense that it's it's always there it's always that layer that's impenetrable, you know, kind of like the bottom of the ocean, you just bounce off. You couldn't penetrate it with a submarine. So it's kind of the top. It would be the same. And 
I don't know if those lights are shining down from from above, coming down, going around our earth, you know. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot of these things. And uh, to be honest, I don't think anyone does. I, I just don't. Even the the ones that have the technology to study it, get closer, or actually know they're projected from the north, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Again, these are specu- complete speculations. But maybe, possibly, someone might actually know what's kind of going on. Um, and you know, the general public will never know. Um, because to have a higher vibration, a higher frequency, that's, it's, you know, these are, this is what makes the earth vibrate high again. And, uh, you know, heaven on earth, um, you can't have that with negative low vibrating people and low vibrating corporations and low vibrating countries that infiltrate ours. <laughs> Right. Um, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a sick world that we're in right now, but I think we all feel a shift coming. Um, whatever the end result is in your mind is your own, but you know, mine is, um, um, uh, the truth and, and love being, you know, the majority of this world. And I think we'll all be here for it. So I think that their, their time is over now and they had a long, they had a long run a long and successful run. They've ruined many people's lives and ruined many souls. And I think that I, I just think it's coming to an end. That's just how I, how I feel. And we can all tell the story of it, um, you know, to hopefully our grandkids one day that we live through this time and we, we help change everything. And I think this is how the world does change is because we need to all know that we can change it and then we will. That's it. Yeah. But I think it's rational when you start to realize how radically inverted the reality that we've been presented is. And you just have to throw it all out, start from scratch. And yeah, I, I totally agree with your sentiment of like, you know, it, it's a big F you to the authorities that told us, you know, you're limited, you're small, you come from random monkeys that just ate some mushrooms and got smart or or just hit the right rock the amount of times and realized, oh, fire does this and then got smart. Like it just, it doesn't make sense with observable, demonstrable science, just as we understand it from a truly scientific method point of view. And that's why I think this point right here in the conversation may be a good segue into the old world order film all right we're gonna take a quick moment to thank our sponsors the hit kit the number one way to stay lit use your hit kit to keep whatever you're smoking on safe and sound the hit kit comes in many different varieties you can go to the hit kit on instagram or hitkit.us and check out the full selection they've even got the uh, blaze station uh, this awesome station that you can have on your desk keeps everything that you need to roll up a blunt or a joint right there in your kit your hit kit and i have one i use it on my desk it keeps everything organized and it keeps uh, all that stray weed from ending up on my desk or attached to the sleeves of my shirts right you want to keep all that stuff right on the uh <laughs> on the hit kit slide it into the little tray and then reuse it don't let any bud go to waste 
Um, our other sponsor, Mind Men Mushrooms. Go and check out Mind Men Mushrooms. They've got all kinds of great stuff. They've got some merch available. They've got some mixtures, some microdose capsules. So use the promo code CRAZY and save at checkout. That's Mind Men Mushrooms. Go and check them out today. And we're going to take a quick break for some dynamic ads predicated on your cookies in your phone so don't complain to me uh and then we'll be right back to this interview if you want the entire catalog of my family thinks i'm crazy podcast episodes ad free go over to the patreon or the Substack. we'll be right back after this quick break Because if we're going to throw out, you know, a lot of what science tells us, if not all of it, then we also need to consider re-examining our history, our known history, what we've been told about our origins as humans. Obviously, you said earlier that we evolved from giants as a tall person myself. Evolved. I don't Well, yeah, that's a that's a good <laughs> clarification there because it does seem like, you know, there's a, a great amount of entropy. Uh, that we've all been uh, undergoing. I just had a conversation with Ed Mabry, who's talking about the speed of light and how it's decayed over time uh, and what that could mean for us as humans. But it's interesting, you know, when it comes to history, it seems like the 19th century was this big shifting point. Before then, people's notions and ideas were a little more fluid and open Whereas after the 19th century, things became very rigid. People were like, no, 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 this is what it is. This is how it is. These are the types of people. These are the superior people. These are the lesser. The industrial revolution, yeah. Right, right. So let's get into that. I mean, it seems like that's a very pivotal part of old world order is, is showing people how this is more of a, um, a shrinking of understanding rather than an expansion uh, of understanding. Yeah, well, it's a lot of covering up a lot of um, faking stuff and deception. See, for me, man, I mean, for the people that, you know, first of all, I don't call this film or this topic even Tartaria. Tartaria was an empire from back in the day, possibly one of the strongest, greatest empires from back in the day that they covered up. No one knows about them. They don't teach it anywhere, uh, which is now the land of Russia, you know. But at the same time, there's a lot of empires, you know, back in the day and, um I don't think that there's that much information out there to conclude how many or what they all did or, you know, people spent, we all speculate, we all, we have to, we can't go in back in time guys and, and, and see for ourselves what, what, what this world looked like. Um, but at the same time, the investigation, once you start investigating, none of it makes sense. It, the timeline makes no sense. You know, I, I go just, just for fun. Recently, I went to this place out here in Cali that they've been, I'm like, I feel like when I moved in here, they were trying to build this fucking building. It's, it's still not done. And I go there and I'm like, dude, how long has it been? It's like, you know, they're going on their fourth year and this is not that big of a building. It looks like it could end up being like two Dunkin' Donuts combined. I don't know, like just ugly, you know, ugly rectangles. And it takes them forever. They got power tools. They got, you know, way better cranes. <laughs> Yeah, they had cranes in the 1800s, but they weren't that good. So it's like, where you know, and I look and I'm like, 
wait a minute, you look at like some, I don't know all the names by heart and stuff like that, but you know, some of these old world buildings, you and they admitted on their public website, you know, now all, all these old world buildings are government owned pretty much now or are, you know, state something, right? So it's like built in a year, built in two years, some of them. It's like these are huge, epic fucking buildings you're in. You're like, whoa, you're just the sense of energy shifts and it, it's like you're somewhere else, like... It actually makes me feel like I'm not at home. It's weird, but it's a good sense of energy I get from these buildings, but it still makes me feel like I'm somewhere else. I'm not just walking into, you know, uh, you know, a restaurant or something like, you know, down the street. Like it's a, something else. And I look and I see pure marble, beautiful, just by hand. Who fucking did that? And it's everything's ever copper, this and gold, this and, uh, you know, obviously stone, right? And it's just beautiful. And it lo always looks like you're on, you know, when you walk up these little baby stairs into the door to get into these buildings, man, you're on the third floor right now. It's like, why is this happening? And all these, only these types of buildings, why are these, these little baby stairs for us to even get in the fucking building? And you look down behind it and you're like, oh, there's a door down there. <laughs> it looks like a fucking 20, 30 foot door arch, like made for the people that lived that at that time and and maybe there was something that happened i don't want to call it a mud flood but that's what it seems like it was um something happened and it looks like with all this built out part of our country because it was this country was here for a while <laughs> that's what i'm kind of noticing now is it was already built out a lot of these major cities were built out with with these empires built their stuff there that's where they stayed that's where they lived it wasn't chicago it was chilaga i mean this was their home and Whatever happened from then to the point where the top hat guys are in and taken over, I don't know what happened. Did they kill all the giants? Did the giants migrate? Remember, there might be more land. So again, I, I don't know. I, I can't. For me, no one can know that. So yeah, I have to speculate a little bit in the film. I have to at least give people that show them that door of like, there's some options we've heard, options that are possible. But that, I'm going to leave that to the audience. I because no one knows. But it's very strange how all of a sudden these muddy found buildings, which they do say a lot, founded, right, on the side of the building. We founded in 1890. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did fucking find it. But then when you look at who constructed it, who built it, it's always like, oh, Mitchell and son. And he died and and then his son knocked it out in the next six months. And, and that's all the information you get. Then you get one picture with like sticks. It looks like pencil. And it's like, yeah, that's. You know, the dome's gone and you see sticks instead of the dome. Like, yeah, that's our construction. Throw it in the throw it in the museum. And it's like, that's all you have. Like, can I see the inside of the have you seen the inside of this fucking building? Can I can I see the people like I don't like were they painting? Were they hand carving the stone? How do they get the 250 fucking foot one piece, one mold pillar made of stone? You punch it, your 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 knuckles are broke. How do they put that in position? And not only that, but seventeen of them. How, can I see those photos? No, no, you can't. No, no, they'll, they'll have a few. You know, they always look weird. It always never looks like it. Just they look weird, man. And and see a lot of these top hat guys just no construction crew, no no lumber hanging around, just. You know, something, and, and I'll get to that later if we have time, but, uh, you know, it's photo manipulation. They, they did it in the darkroom. They did it with negatives. 
There's there's proof of it. This is how they manipulated photography. You got to think yourself. What about the 1890 postcards? With there's a company that uh, shout out mine unveiled, but he I forgot the company name. He covered this whole topic. It was brilliant, and the company name the company itself. Their job was to photo manipulate for their postcards so they could have the city of Chilaga or Chicago, whatever you want to call it, city of Chicago all the old world stuff or whatever, the design of the city at that time could be on a postcard with a nice background and all this. So all their postcards look like a theme, like, you know, all the same. It's like, well, okay. So you, you use some technique back then to do that. I know it wasn't Photoshop. It wasn't Adobe and they loaded it like, no, but this is where the idea of Photoshop comes from is layers layering. And they would layer it with their, with their negatives and then reprocess. Boom. Put in the water, perfect. That's our official construction photo. Put it in the museum, the museum. Put it in the cathedral now. Um, so they would just, they claim their buildings, they blow up the rest, and now we're here. So, um, you know, there's a great fire in every fucking city. What can I say? Whoever's listening to this, type in your city or major city, or even your own. You know, live in a small town, probably still had one. Especially if you if you have a downtown, if you're, if you're listening and you have a downtown location, like, let's go downtown XYZ city we live in. Look up your own city. But specifically, look up major cities. Um, everyone was burned down in this country between the early 1800s and the early 1900s. And I mean every city, guys. So makes you think the speculation that this whole country was built out, the Columbus is all horse shit, the Western, all of it's horse shit. Yeah, throw it all out. Throw Rockefeller's version out for a second, guys. You just, well, I like the Western. I, yeah, I'm sure you like the Globe. It's fine. Listen, throw it out for a second. We, you weren't there. We weren't there. No one was there. So it's a story, his story. I'm not going to believe his story anymore. I'm going to look. I'm going to research. I'm going to try to put pieces to a puzzle together. That's a, you know, this topic could be a, a 10-hour film. My films are an hour. So it's hard to compress it all. But maybe I'll make some sequels because... You know, I'm not going to be able to touch every fucking thing in this. Like, you didn't put the whoop up the flag in it. I, I, you know, I don't, I, I, I can't touch every topic. I'm trying to wake up people with Old World Order that heard about it. I'm sure they say Tartaria. That's, uh, that's what they heard, you know. Sure, that's one empire. But yeah, that's the general terminology to bring the topic up, I guess. Try, let's try to shift to Old World, everyone. Um, not, not even for the film, just that's why I named it that because it's the old world. This is the, this is how they live their life. This is their technology. The buildings, they, the, how they, why they put so much time and effort into this was for the ether. It was for the energy. It was for to be connected to, to the ether and, and, and to be connected to source, our God, you know, almighty God be, have connection, have, but in my opinion, I might be on my own in this. It looks like they kind of ended up being all these empires ended up being evil as shit, like just bad people towards that. And maybe the reset was godly. Maybe it was from above. Maybe it was like, dude, you guys are fucking fuck this. You know, like, cause who knows what was going on? That's just my opinion completely. And I'm not putting my opinion like that in the film. No. Cause I don't, that's just my fucking opinion, but it's like, you know, it looks like, you know, maybe something happened and maybe that's why they're trying to lower our vibration. Now our frequencies. Now they're trying everything they can to, put stuff in you and change your mind and, and make you hate because then it's like every all here, man, this vibration is almost at fucking zero, dude. Something's going to happen. The great reset, like they're trying to do a natural one. Maybe, maybe they know there's something going on with the source and the ether and the God and the, and if, if everybody's lowered, 
you know, something could happen. I don't know. I don't know. This is pure speculation, bro. But I, I you know when I, my vision for this film is just basically to, in a one-on-one format, like level, the way level was, just this will be a lot more professional. Um, it, it's just to go over the general topics in this one, go over the architecture, go over the, and I have an architecture in this film, okay, of 20 plus years, who, in my opinion, is a whistleblower because he knows exactly that they can, uh, like, uh, none of that could be true. And here's why. And he did a great job. I that was in Seattle. He is a great, uh, Matthew Smith. Um, He's been on this show. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been on a lot of shows lately. I'm good. And I, I'm, I'm, He's got some health stuff going on right now. I'm gonna send a, a shout out, a prayer to him, and and I hope everything turns out okay. And and I'm glad we were able to meet. Well, we were, we met and we talked, and he's a great guy, man. Yeah. As you know, um, yeah. you had him on, but just a great guy, very knowledgeable, and um, you know, he just wanted to help. He just wants to help. He just he, we got to get this information out. I mean, people that they're in the middle, or people that or they make something on the topic, then they retract. You know, like, oh yeah, never mind. That's a stupid rabbit hole. Like I, I'm done with that. When it's like, mm. I don't care if you're done. You could be done with aluminum and deodorant and start using aluminum again. I'm not going to. Mm. Is the point. I don't care who's done or who retracts or who says, oh, that's a psyop. Fuck you, because you cannot explain how these people with horses with no architectural experience and the the, the uh, admitted story on most, if not all of these buildings that were built back then, these stone and marble buildings by hand where the prisoners did it. Just get the slaves to do it. Do they have architectural experience? Because architects of 20, 30 years now can look at that building and go, God damn, how can I make that? I, I don't, I, I'm lost for words. I, I got 30 years of college, but I, man, I, this is going to be, whoa, look at that dome. Whoa, hold on, hold this. Is that pure marble? Hold it, guys, guys. And they'll admit, you know, I could take five, seven, 10 years present day, you know, fuck. These are huge buildings. Now, most of the big ones are completely wiped. They're completely gone. So we only get old photography, real photography, or we get artist impressions. Take it how you want it, you know? Um, you know. A lot of artists back in the day, I guess they're just drawing stupid fantasies, right? <laughs> no, they're drawing what the world looked like. Um, and, it, and it got all got hidden from us, guys. You know, none of this is in, every, in any history book, in any school in America. Um, you know, they just look at it as a state capital, and you know, that's how they built back then, and we don't do it anymore. And it's like, no, no, no. Well, I don't, I don't, I personally, I don't think we did any of those buildings. And I think that we learned how to carbon copy the format of what that white house look looks like. And we have made our own versions and you could tell that they're not from the old world. Um, so there's a big difference to me when I'm out traveling and I'm like, you know, first glance, you're like, wait, is that a, and you get up closer and you're like, oh my God, no, that's so ugly. Oh my God. They tried their, they would try to make them and they're a little smaller and you go inside and you're like, this is the ugliest fuck. Like you feel like you're, again, you're like in an insurance office now, like a, you know, a small one. And it's like, this is disgusting. And you go, but, and you see this giant grand building and stone and marble and statues and waterfalls and all this stuff. It's like, wait, am I in Rome or am I in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin? Mm. How is this here? Why would they build it? You look it up, built in the same year as the Great Depression. I'm like, what? Who, who would allow that? If the Great Depression was actually a psyop or not, I don't know. I never looked into it. I'm sorry. I don't believe any history story. But at the same time, let's say it's real, 100% real. They, no one would allow a building like that to be built when everyone's starving, everyone's homeless. 
they're going to build this for a city hall back then or build this for an insurance company. No, they're not. And and who's going to who knows how to design that way? Who went to school for this? Can I can I see him? Can I see the building done or half done with the architect like posing? No, they, they only had enough film to take one shot of sticks and then one shot of like dirt in the road or something. It's like, yeah, there's our construction. And people go with that. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. They're, see, there's proof we made it. They wouldn't lie about construction. It's like saying they wouldn't lie about NASA photos. You know, that's a photo from Earth. I mean, that's a photo from the ISS. It's what do I mean? The Earth curve. Like, what do you mean? That's the same thing when people are like, here's some couple construction photos of this museum. I'm like, did you look at them? Did you examine them? Did you scan them and put them into your computer and zoom in and see the white etching, the white out sur surrounding things, the outlines of things? This is done by negatives in the dark room. They don't want you to know that, though. But I do think there are some special agents now in this truth movement that are coming in to say, hey, get away from the, the old world stuff, guys. Focus over here on me and my subscriptions now, right? Focus over here on what I'm doing because... That's a rabbit hole not worth going down. You know, that's not, it's bullshit. And I'm sick of it. And I'm coming after anybody that thinks that these motherfuckers from 1890 built that shit in a year. Fuck off. Like you, you are logically retarded to me at that point, And I can't take you seriously as a truther anymore. You're that stupid that, and that for me, it's more along the lines of you got to be lazy or you, or it's the type of ego they have that they didn't come up with it. Right. Like they're going to be following people now, but I'm not trying to follow nobody. I'm not trying to invent any ideas either i'm trying to wake people up to things that are obviously false so my key for any film i do is not proving the truth of it the truth of something the truth is it's, it's going to be there it's the point of hey i'm going to shed this giant fucking flashlight on the lies and i'm going to focus on that because the more lies you can prove, the less trust you have for the official narrative. And that's all I care about. We're all trying to figure all this out, even with the earth. We're all trying to figure this out. But with the old world, everybody, there's so many helpful people finding things um, before and after shots of skylines. And you're like, wait, this is how this city used to look? And it's legit. You, you find that it's legit. And you're like, okay, man. Yeah, I mean. Just like the, the Admiral Byrd timeline, you know, he finds more land, they kill him, they start a treaty, then NASA starts in that order. It's the same thing with me. You know, they find this land, they stumble upon the Freemasonry. What would you name your gang if you stumbled upon Freemasonry? Right, yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense from that perspective. And yeah, yeah. But the Masons did it. They're skilled. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, well, and another another aspect to this that, you know, is sometimes challenging for me is uh, when it comes to the whole deception that Christopher Columbus discovered this land. And I, before that, it was just a bunch of Stone Age people who could barely string a bow and arrow. They they couldn't figure out you know anything beyond stick huts. And and I just don't buy that, especially when you consider that the Native Americans had a very sophisticated culture, government, economy, so on and so forth. Well, think about it this way. Imagine being Abraham Lincoln, right? I'm assuming he had a he had a Rolls Royce. I'm probably making that up, but let's just assume. Yeah, you're Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States, trying to end slavery. Um, and you're driving to this beautiful thing called the White House for work. You gotta go to work, right?
But when you drive home, you're in a shed. You're in a shack. Like sticks and stuff. They couldn't just like me. How did they build that fucking thing where I go to work with marble and gold inside? How, how did they build that? Well, like they can't just throw me like a one, like a 2% of that here just for me to live. I'm the president. Uh, none of it makes sense. None of it adds up. It makes no sense. Even this, like I went to be, I went to Hawaii to film BJ Penn, the MMA uh, superstar for this film. Cause he wanted to really touch on Hawaii and Hawaiians and that they, they don't know their story. They, they got, apparently they're told one story of where they came from, from one guy. He's also the same guy that did all the artist impressions of, you know, the Hawaiians with their sticks and poking people trying to get on the Island. It's all bullshit, obviously. So they're, they're left to speculate. They don't know they they have no idea where their origins come from. I always mention, you know, if there's more land out there, maybe you guys live there. Maybe you guys still do. Maybe all you guys were fucking kidnapped and brought to this island. And, you know, this is how they do things. They do what they want. Um, but it's crazy, man, because for someone to deny how mysteriously retarded the timeline they give us is. Um, and then you look at, then I look at World War One and World War Two, and I go, what was really destroyed the most in those wars architecture. So are those excuses back then? Did they just maybe call them like the way they called great fires, great fires or great, a great earthquake, the great flood, the great, this it's just them destroying every single thing that was here. It's just them destroying every single thing and calling it something. And then when they call it something like world war one, they can say, Hey, here's the story of what happened that day. Print that put it in the books. They just need to, they just need to demolish. I would say up to this point, uh, I would, it looks like about 90% or if not more of the old world buildings that were flooded in every part of our country is gone. And Maui had the most in Hawaii, if not the last of it. Right. And now Maui does not have that anymore. I don't think what happened to Maui is anything new under the sun. Yeah. No, I, people I'm, go, oh, direct energy weapons. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, they had them back then. Uh, and it's really not hard to tie them up to an airship and, and yeah, just use your brain. It's, it's not hard to torch cities. And you see the aftermath of Maui. You look at the ashes and the way some of these buildings have like this cut in it, this slice in it and stuff. Well, that looks just like every great fire you can ever research. And of course, everyone's defaulted to Chicago. And I grew up in Chicago. So obviously, yeah, we were taught to Chicago fire, but they never even mentioned that our neighbor St. Louis had a bigger one. They didn't mention Detroit. They didn't mention Cle Cleveland. They didn't mention anybody else ever. Portland's big one. They, I never knew. But then I found out that most states in this country, and I could be wrong. This is what I'm, I'm learning, at least from people, is that they were also taught just as Chicago, not even their own cities. Now that, if that's true, I'm not... Uh, that's a big, I mean, that's not a red flag to anybody. They didn't teach you about, like, if you live in St. Louis and you're watching this show, please comment. Because in school, if you could remember, put the weed down for a minute. Try to remember. In school, did they teach you the Chicago fire? The great Chicago fire? Or did they go over the one in, in your own city? You know, maybe you know about the one in your own city. Your grandma, someone told you. But did they teach that in the curriculum? And, and I don't think they did. But I, I could be wrong. But imagine if I wasn't wrong. Imagine that's true. The only Chicago fire is going to be put in the books. Well, yeah, well, there you go. There you go. No one knows. We don't know this stuff. We, we grew up. We don't know any. How can you put dots to get, connect dots when there's no dots to, to given to you? 
there's just one solidified, okay, there's this, 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 that's it. Have them go to work and, and you know, work in a mall and hope they become a manager. And it's like, no one, no one goes back and, and asks questions and looks and goes, wait a minute. But once you realize every city was torched like Maui and almost the same exact fashion, and back then it was harder to cover up. I mean, you could see these stone buildings just sliced in half. People, why do you think your, 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 uh, not yours, but some, especially the older houses, why is every fire pit in the home made of stone or wood or brick? Why? Does anyone know why? Yeah, because it's inflammable. Fire doesn't burn it. Fire doesn't melt it. But yet these old stone and marble buildings are torched to the ground and dustified from a cow tipping over a candle. I, I, I just, I, I have no respect for people that, that can hear that and go, yeah, but you know, we still, you know, they didn't lie about any of that stuff. That's a, that's a dumb rabbit hole. Hibbler. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I think it's, it's fascinating. You know, I've had trouble seeing it at least in my neck of the woods, but I encourage you to come up to new England and prove me wrong. Um, not that I'm a proponent against the old world. I'm 100% for it. And I love that you, you make the caveat like, Hey, let's get away from Tartaria because that doesn't really, you know, sum it up. That was one of the issues I had. I'm like, so you're telling me a bunch of Russian people were here, you know, and, and really what sells me on it, you know, not to put it in those terms, but what sure. convinces me rather yeah. is the fact going back to what we were talking about before about the industrial revolution and how it's clear it's very clear that there was a you know uh, a push away from free energy a push away from these technologies that made life easier made people freer and whether it's the civil war the american revolution i don't know where you quite start the timeline but when they're telling us, oh, that we're creating the freest place on earth, they're simultaneously enslaving us more and more and more, right? I don't think that's by accident at all. No, I mean, that's, it's, you know, I, I look at it, speculating, of course, I look at it from just this, I get this vision of these bad intended, bad intended guy, you know, soul, bad, dark type of people, you know, different skulls in us, half of them look like they got top hats, they're dressed nice, they looks like they because there's a lot of photos of cities that are just completely empty too. I mean, it's completely empty. And people, oh yeah, they were in church that day. It's like, you know, there's multiple, multiple days of this. I don't <laughs> they're always in church, huh? Okay. So it's just like it looks weird that a lot of these even just normal videos, you know, old nineteen hundred videos you see remastered, whatever, on YouTube. It's like, you know. You don't, you don't see that many people. And it's like, why do they need these types of big, huge structures? Why do they need 30-foot doors? I, I don't... You know, the door handle's 15 feet up. You got you to use a ladder to open it. No, no, no. You know, they cut out... They'll cut out a different little square on the bottom now artificially. You know, we walk through those. But look at the original one. It's like, why would you, why would you build that? And the World's Fairs are hilarious because it's like, hey, let's just throw these up temporarily and then we're going to knock them down. Sounds like an excuse to me, the World's Fairs. Sounds like they they built some buildings around the old world buildings. They built some of their own little dinky ones and they you know, looked similar, but um, it definitely wasn't made out of the same stuff. <laughs> I definitely think they did make temporary little things on, on the end caps, I call them. You know, so I mean, I feel like every time someone entered a World's Fair, there be there has to be one employee like 
finishing up one little shit building they made. Like, hey, he's got paint on his hands. Like, hey, welcome, guys. They see this whole em- old empire shit. And they're like, yeah, we just did all this in like a year. You know, ah, we're going to take it down soon. And, you know, we just wanted to show you, you know, uh, our, uh, I don't know, our vision of architects, our, our tribute to Rome. I don't know. It's like, you know, and that's a very good way to destroy all of it is to say, I, we just built all this, right? We, we just built all this. Come on in before they really heavily populated those areas. Here comes fairs. Here comes elite people coming in and are richer. You know, I mean, I'm sure the the ticket wasn't cheap. So you guys, people meeting and the numbers, I mean, it's, it's, it's even more crazy than the World War II's official numbers. The numbers of how many people attended the fucking fairs, bullshit. I mean, it's, it's just story after story, timeline after timeline. You read and you just read the official narrative and you're like, there's, that's the stupidest thing. And I look and I go, why wouldn't they try? Why wouldn't they tell us that stone and marble, beautiful, just the symmetry, the, the everything, the rose windows, the fucking, they're giant. It's whoa, statues there, waterfalls, everything's connected. Everything goes underground. There's tunnels. Yeah, built in a year and a half. And it's like, I, I can't fathom that. And I, I think that they must think we're that stupid. I, I just look at it like this, man. Why wouldn't they put, you know, it took them 15 years to make, you know, I mean, that's, that would be acceptable, right? I mean, people on horses, I got, they got some steam trains. They, you know, there's probably a, a little things closer to the late 1800s that they started utilizing to, to transport stuff. But still, some of this, like marbles in Spain or wherever it was, like most of the time, that's far away from called San Francisco, right? It's like you're going to rely on trains just to bring in some tons of marble. And then it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You just do the math. Even if you're on the the side of like this old world thing is a rabbit hole. It's stupid or it's a dumb rabbit hole. Okay. When you start actually doing the math and then thinking about the horses and thinking about the wagons and the, the lack of experience anyone didn't have that was there's classes an architect i forgot about in the 1800s i didn't know about no there wasn't these universities all this stuff really started in 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 the modern day and it, you know they could print any story about anything they want from the past and then you can choose to believe it right i mean they're going to try to make it make sense but the one thing they didn't make sense to me is the timelines the timelines don't make any sense and it doesn't add up and the reason they can't put 15 years and try to sell it is well yeah it'd be like maybe 10 call it 10 Took 10 years to knock this stone and marble building out by hand, right? With prisoners, because obviously they don't have any experience. So it might take a while. And you look at these buildings, there's no mistakes. There's zero mistakes. So what, right? So I just look at it like if they put 10 years to make that, now their timeline doesn't work because people wouldn't understand like, hey, I was alive during that or I was this and it didn't take this time. It just all of a sudden it was just built, right? They have to, I feel like they had to do it fast. So it's like they didn't, they always kept them under, uh, a lot of these buildings always had uh, the paint, um, what do you call it? When they, they wrap the building around to paint it, uh, scaffolding. They always have these scaffoldings. It's like they just leave them there all year. Just, just leave them there all year. That's what, that's what it feels like to me. Just leave the scaffolding up all year. So when people come in to move to our city, they just think we've been building this for a while, you know? And um, a lot of the Wikipedia inserts too are, are newer. They're newer. A lot. I guess there was no information on a lot of these buildings. Now that people are talking about this topic, here it comes. Wikipedia brand new inserts are coming in all the time. Like, hey, yeah, this is a construction company and here's his name and you click on his name. It's the only building he ever made. 
It's the only building ever made. What a beautiful building. I mean, you never made another one ever. You, and you never made one before this. It's just your first one you knocked out mm. and you did it in a fucking year, right? And, and there's no photos of it. And it's, it's, there's photography back then, guys. Where well, I think a lot of people are also thinking their head like, oh, they couldn't take pictures in 1880. What do you, yeah, they can't. What, like, what do you mean? I've seen video footage, really good quality once it's remastered. I don't know what they were shooting on back then, but it's nuts, man, because this is like, this is all a history. This is everything, everything we're taught. Every every way of culture in America is destroyed with this. And I think that's why they don't want this out. They don't want this topic to to get to where it can get to. Because once you know, I mean, damn, they lied about fucking everything then you're never going to listen to another thing they ever say and that's how we win the war so you know i'm going all in on this film and i got some good people in this one um i actually just had a a last minute edition just because i was in new york already um and lord jamar from brand nubian um i'm like dude i don't know anyone in new york like i had a whole day to kill Cause it's just the way it worked out the trip. And I'm like, damn, I had like some time and I'm like, um, yeah, I'm like walking around New York alone, like with my gear, like this, this is a crazy ass city right now. And, um, you know, I don't even want to go near any tunnels, you know, I don't, so I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like, ah, I'm just like, I'll, I'll, I'll stay in the hotel, but I'm like, no, this is fucking lame. I don't want to do that shit. So who do I know? Hey, I'll, Oh shit, Lord Jamar! Like, Lord Jamar, are you around? He's like, yeah, yeah, come through. Okay, and uh, we just started bullshitting. And we're just eating some food. We're just bullshitting, and then he starts talking about the history of of black people and or I'm sorry, melanated. We both corrected ourselves many times, you know, of melanated people, and you know, the, he did a lot of research. This is his people, and he's like, we're not slaves the way they the books say it, man. That's not. We were already here, you know, and. Right. And we're just talking. He's just talking. And we're just freely talking. And I, I'm like, you get, you want to jump in this film? He's like, let's go. I'm like, okay. I don't have, I'm like, at that time, like, I don't have much time before my flight, but I'm like rolling. Let's just fucking boom, rolling. Just, just, what do you like? What do you want to say? He said some pretty good shit. I, you know, I was okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll make the film. So now, you know, I'm, I'm saying I'll, I'm putting him in because it's like, I was last minute, but uh, you know, that's a, that's a hip hop legend in my opinion. So, to speak for his kind, you know, I can't speak for his kind. I, I, wh- how would that look if I'm sitting there in the film like, yeah, you know, the, the slave trades and you weren't whipped and, and brought here and all this stuff. Like, I tell, dude, I'll be fucking castrated. I would never have that approach in anything I do. I, I, I'm not a voice for their community. I feel like J- Jamar is. Jamar always speaks up for them and talks truth. And, um, you know, he he knew George Floyd was a psyop from day one. I mean, he, he's a, he's a real one. And I'm like, perfect, man, because, you know, that's important, man. Like people need to know, like th- these are Rockefeller stories, guys. These are handpicked, handcrafted, very uh, highly strategized. It's not just like, yeah, we'll just, no, they thought about this, guys. They found the whole, a whole fucking country full of beautiful empire buildings. It's because they know what they're looking at. This is everywhere in the world. It's not just, okay, so the same building in Rome made out of the same material looks exactly the same. They tell you that's from 11 AD or whatever, BC, who fucking knows, whatever fucking story. It just goes over your head, out of sight, out of mind, too far away. You don't even process power tools. You don't even need that. It's uh, whatever, 1100 something, cool. No big deal. You're like, oh, it's so beautiful. And you go to the middle of fucking, you know, St. Louis in the middle of a, it's like, 
And you the same buildings right there out of the same material. It looks exactly the same. Oh no, but that one, no, no, that one. Um, yeah, that one that's that fuck, we didn't burn that one down. That one actually uh was built in 1890. Um, and shit, we don't have much time on this timeline because in 1892 this happened and they know that, and the picture of it was already in it. Okay, so it took a year. Right. That's right. all you gotta do. Right. And yeah. you know what? J- just for just for you know their revelation of method, tell them we found it. Found it in 1892. Just put it out. They're fucking stupid. They don't care. You know, they're not going to know. Right. So that's how I look at it, at least. I could be wrong. Um, I don't think I am, man. No, I, I'm with you. And I've talked about this idea. My friend Sonny, who's also a New Yorker, also black or melanated, uh, has come on the show and talked about this concept. Uh, I've had Dr. Narco Longo on the show. He talks about that as well. And I'm all for it, man. I think, you know, especially considering what was done to the Native Americans is genocide that took place. You know, there are definitely, you know, falsities with that whole history. But why would they need to eliminate and re-educate all these people if there wasn't something that they were trying to cover it up? I, I don't think it's as simple as they just wanted everyone to believe in Jesus. I think it has more to do with covering up this old world and this, uh, you know, enslavement that you know you need to control people for thousands of years to really get underway and and for these people who had been living you know freely in this quote-unquote new world that's actually the old world as we're all starting to realize now uh, they needed to be re-educated because they probably held the keys to the actual history you know the 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 truth of where we are, what we're doing here, how we got here. And these are the big questions that science, religion, they all failed to answer. And it's one of the reasons why I love talking to you and and people like you who are radical and like myself want to question these limited belief systems, these limited perspectives that we've been given. Here's your three card Monty. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, here it is. Don't think about all the other options. Boom. Game over. Get on with your life. It's a rat race. You don't have time to, to, to think about this kind of stuff. And And that's why I'm here. This is why I make films. Right. For that person that has no time and and they act like they also don't care. But they do. You they really care do. When you watch a film like that. You will care. You have to yeah. because that, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this film's gonna bring people to the door. I, you could, when the film's over, you could walk through the door if you want. That's up to you. I don't know how much time you have for truth, but I, my job's to bring people to the door. Check this shit out. You know, walk through when the film's over, man. I can't walk through every door in in any film. This is not the way it is. You gotta. That's I'm bringing them to the door. I'm showing them stuff. I'm showing them how easily they lied about this and how stupid we are for believing it. But it's it's a universal thing, man. It's a universal thing. The globe, the 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 Western, the you know Columbus, uh, everything, uh, the slaves, uh, the slave trade, everything. Everything is 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 a story that was printed by Rockefeller. And actually, the books were printed by Galen Maxwell's father. So if you want to defend those people, that's fine. If you want to be you know, Hitler, you're, this is this is something that you shouldn't be getting into right now. Yeah, don't be scared. Don't worry, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'm a grown man. Don't don't worry about it. I, I'm not I'm not one to to think that I'm being fooled. Um, I think I've done a pretty good job at that so far. So um, there's nothing foolish about the timeline they give us. 
the covering up of the giant bones, the covering up of remnants of eight, nine, ten feet people. They don't want to know about that. Yeah. And there's a reason they want to know about it. It's deeper than that. So, you know, not to quote Michael Jackson, but they don't care about us. So, but I do, I care about, I care about humanity. I care about the truth. I care whether someone cares about it or not. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's what I care about. Um, so I'm going to put my all into it to, to wake up someone that's skeptical or wake up someone that heard about it, you know, probably cause of the word Tartaria, that's fine. But they heard about it. They, they saw something and it was, wow, that's interesting. Okay. You got to see that film yeah, because this isn't as rationalized as like, you know, the flat earth it's, that was already hijacked. Like, but Tartaria is getting there, man. Tartaria is getting to be that flat earth thing now where, you know, you type in Tartaria on YouTube. It's a bunch of troll channels. It's a bunch of, well, it's like I watched like the first 20 and I learned nothing. Mm. I learned nothing. I think that's on purpose. We're back to that again, where they're covering up the algorithm and people that think, oh, it's everywhere. No, no, that's the people. That's the people. We have the power to share the information. Yeah. Your TikTok uploads, your Instagram uploads. That's coming from you and your work and you want to upload it and people, uh, millions of people might share that. They can't stop us. So it's not that it's, well, look, they, they're not censoring it. Yes, they are. Go look at the top results you get. It's not, uh, especially YouTube, especially it's not, or Google, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's just, it's more of like a theory, like a funny type of thing. It doesn't really give that authentic feel of research and people that that i know people in the film michelle gibson for it's like where's her page when i type it in like shouldn't she come up because i remember in 2014 you typed in flat earth you got eric dubay you got you know santo bonacci you got uh you know odd tv you you get these channels because that's what they're talking about is flat earth they're making videos on it you're supposed to be fed that these are the real this no but obviously as you know now you type in flat earth and you get you know BBC, NBC, you know, Comedy Central, CNN, you get all these bits to make you laugh at it. And that's, you're not going to find in any of those people I just named at all. You won't find my films. You'll find nothing on the flat earth that I would want to show you or show your neighbor. I Nothing will come up. And that's what happens. They're like, you know, I'm interested in this flat earth thing, or I'm interested in the old world, the Tartaria empires, what a barbarian empires, the Caucasians, like whoever, whatever they hear, they look it up, you're getting shit. So this is why I'm like, you know what? I see that happening. I see that they're they're even messing with the algorithm with with even the word Tartaria. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, okay, gotta make a film. You know, you're gonna fuck this up. You're gonna censor this. You're gonna uh, uh, you know not make it what it should be talked about all the time. You know, we know they cover up trafficking. There's a lot of things we all admit they cover it up. They cover it up. They don't. They don't. And, you know, the old world, I mean, dude, I, me and my wife, we, we antique shop hunt, hunt. I don't know how you would even say that. We always, um, you know, antique shop hop, I guess. Bar search. Antique shop hop. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, you know, find some cool stuff, dragons, griffins, you know, stuff. And it's authentic. It's old. It's, it's, you just see stuff. And, and I got this picture, original photo of a airship docking to, I think that's, I think that's the Empire State Building. Um, and, um, it just, it just, you know, it's just, you just see these things like, you know, it's like, you want to surround yourself with, you want to, cause you want to be in the mode. You want to like, yeah. man, how is this world? Like how, how, how did they cover this up? Like how, where'd the Wright brothers come into play with all this? Like where, you know, and, and you just start putting, you know, all we can do is put our own pieces together 
Yeah, I call, I'll call. i call Dr. Narcolongo if I needed help on a topic, if I need, you know, whatever. I, I got I'm the architect of, right, hey, man, Matthew, like, blah, 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 I'm, I'm noticing this, let me send it to you. You know, we're just trying to figure this out. No one's here to lie. No one's here to deceive you. Oh, the earth's flat. I have to lie about it to, to be cool or something. No, we're, we're just trying to bring the awareness. Like, look, man, they lied about all this stuff. And, like, again, I'll end with this. The, the Anyone that comes with, look, there's construction photos of this museum in my downtown. There's three of them, and it's like, just ask yourself this question. It's like, you know, you know, oh, look, NASA took three shots of Earth this day. I mean, that's what it feels like to me. But, but granted, if that's what you're going to go off of, research the fuck out of the photo. Research the source. Research the copyrights. Research who those people are. In the, and where's the construction crew? Where are the... You read the official story in that same building and and it says that prisoners and then they always tell you that some guy won a contest. Always. It's like nine out of ten times this architect won a contest. He was chosen. I guess they had so many that could just knock him out back then. And he won the contest and then he he got his prisoners to just put it up. No problem. One year, two year, knock that shit out. No photos of it half done. No photos of it them inside putting up these statues, connecting the waterfalls. Like there's just no, anything you would want to shoot. Like you would think like, it's not about back then. Well, they needed evidence like, no, but it is the point of pride. Look at this beautiful thing. Oh my God. We, we just pulled this off. Let's all pose, you know, like maybe not the prisoners. They probably hated them. Right. But it's the point of like, there's just, there's nothing but just top head, a few top head men hand in the pocket like this. Just no smile. Just, and then, you know, that's the official construction photo. I mean, if you trust that, then you must not know about the Victorian, just to, just to, just the the old way of photo manipulation, which is proven. I mean, they, they've done stuff on purpose and use the same technique, which is public information. You know, the photo manipulation stuff, someone, uh, you know, a picture in 1850 of a guy holding his own head, you know, something like that. It's like, well, yeah, well, how they do that? Well, yeah. Yeah. So they only do it for that, right? They couldn't do it. They couldn't take a picture of a building, have a whited out sky and, 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 you know, etch it out and then put their pencil drawing of a, the dome that's not there yet. You know, it's like, it's like, oh yeah, that'd probably take them 10 fucking minutes, but no, they would never, they, they wouldn't do that. Not, they're not gonna lie about construction photos. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, they correct. But they have to, is what you have to understand. Right. It's not that they, oh, they wouldn't. No, 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 stop. They wouldn't. They have to. They have to. If they're covering this up, they have to do that, guys. And then when you look, if you research it more, you're like, man, these look so phony. And then some of them, I was on Sam's show. I was on Tinfoil Hat. And Johnny pulled up some uh, something that was construction. And, and we instantly, me and Sam caught it right away. We're like, zoom in. That's art. That's art. That's pencil. Man, did it look real, you know? And then that could be technically in that museum or in that cathedral or in that city hall or whatever the government calls their old world buildings they claim that they didn't want to blow up for some reason. Maybe they just, you know, they want to keep a little bit. But maybe there was someone in World War II, I'm not going to say his name, but he wanted to keep all his shit. That's all I'm going to say about that. He wanted to keep all his shit. And he had some of the biggest boys there. And those are not here anymore is all I'm saying. Um, and I, I always compare that to Maui too. I mean, that, you know, they had the best ones there. That was Hawaii doesn't got shit, man. Maybe your state, there's not much shit anymore too. There's strategies involved with taking them all out, taking most out, you know, again, I'm just trying to research and trying to figure out what's going on, man, because 
to say nothing is going on is insanity at this yeah. point. No, like yeah. They, they had a crazy world back then that that I'd love to bring back. I love free air airships travels and you know, or we can create our own. Imagine having your own fucking mini airship in your backyard or something. If you have a yard, I don't, but it's just the point. Imagine having a, you know, a, a medium, a small size airship. You can go wherever the fuck you want any any anytime you want. Helium's just self-generating. Mer- mercury, uh, you know, uh, radiator, whatever. Just get that old world technology back and and travel the world, man. And it's like, no, man, you got to pay to sit in the fucking tube and be uncomfortable. And we'll give you pretzels. That's why, you know, it's, it's, they got no control. Plus if we did make our own airships right now, we couldn't fly them, right? They, they, they guard the sky. We can't just go up there and fly around. It's illegal. It's when can we break this? That's the thing. When can we stop with their rules and playbooks and shit? I think once we all stop playing and I think even truthers, truth seekers, we, we find ourselves, we, we still play some of these games, especially taxes. Stop fucking playing that game. Don't don't even walk into Asian or block the rest of your life. Fuck them. Be exempt. Do whatever you want. It's a fraud, man. They, stop doing it. Stop giving them your fucking money. They, you don't need to do that. No one's in prison because their footlocker taxes weren't paid to the IRS. No one's in prison for that. So um, it's never happened. Never will. It's a, it's illegal. It's taxation. So my point is, when are we all going to stop collectively playing their games, playing their books, um, even going to sports stadiums and supporting their energy draining system of calciums? Um, you know, it's going to be a long time, man. Uh, but that's why we're going through this cleansing and we're going through a war right now. I just hope that, you know, we can all talk about this in the next 10 years as a learning lesson and we can look at humanity and the world as a, uh, you know, just amazing again and do what we want. It's just, it seems like it's such a difficult task. Like, how are we going to take this world back, man? But we just got to keep doing what we're doing. You got to keep doing what you're doing. Everyone listening has to keep talking, sharing, speaking, because eventually there's going to be enough of us that I think we'll all come up with something, especially if we have to. Right. So um, I'm very, um, maybe too much, but I'm very positive with, you know, where I think this world's heading. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stay that route, man. I'm going to stay that route. It works better for me my family, just my mindset that, you know, we just, we have no other choice. If we want to win the war, we, we gotta, we gotta do whatever we can. And unfortunately I'm not an assassin fighter. I'm, you know, <laughs> so that's not, I'm, I'm a lover, not a fighter per se, but at the same time, uh, I've, I've talked to many assassins. I won't name all the uh, people. I'm not a no, it's like First, Sam says all the time. It's a spiritual war. I'm with yeah. you, man. I, I hear you, bro. We are 100%. And, you know, I think you're, again, questioning the narrative in a really, really uh, important way. And, uh, and, Thank you. and breaking ground for people like myself who, you know, I'm still dealing with the fact that my family thinks I'm crazy in many ways and uh, navigating that. You know, and trying to to not go so far that I can't still be relatable enough to bring some people over with me, and that's what it's all about. It's about love, and I love that that is one of the fixtures of your overall message. Because yeah, man, especially in this community, it can sometimes get toxic, and I don't get that sense at all from talking to you or from the films that I've seen. So yeah, man, uh, kudos and onward from here. Before we wrap up, obviously you have a website, your movies are available, your films are available in multiple places. 
Uh, where would you like to direct people for the next project, the Old World Order? Uh, it has its own website, right? And uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, um, well, OWOfilm.com, that used to be my source for, hey, I need donations, I got to travel, I got a few more places to go, right? You know, throw me a buck. Now that's solidified thanks to Stu. So OWOfilm.com, still, yeah, go to it. Trailer's there, updates will be there. Um, the film will be there when it's out. It'll be free in 4K on Rumble. And um, um, and then eventually we'll I'll be putting in a movies plus and Rockfin and other places. Um, I'm giving Stu, you know, you know, he needs the people to come over there and watch it on his network. His networks, I mean, I think it's the greatest talk show in in present day. Um, the Stu Peters Network show. So you want truth? You want raw truth? Go watch him on Rumble, and you'll be hooked. Um, my point is, is that you know, this is the first time I've ever been able to do this. So. Um, I'm, I'm proud to say though, I'm happy to say that, that this film will be free for everyone as soon as it's ready. And, um, you know, I still need at least a few months, if not a little more to, to do posts. I got one more trip, uh, to Michelle Gibson. I got to reshoot her a little bit for something. And, um, that's it. Then I'm in the editing room nonstop, um, every night, you know, um, up till 3am, 4am, whenever I, I fall asleep, I fall asleep. I'm just up working, working, working. And, um, you know, once the film's done, it's done. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll release the official trailer pretty soon. And, um, you know, that's getting closed down now. I'm getting close to that being done. I got the idea at least done. And, you know, I just hope everybody goes to Stu Peters rumble when the film comes out, it'll be on my website. So I'll have like a, probably an M'd, an M'd version on the site, uh, from his network where you can watch it right on my website, hibbaproductions.com, H-I-B-B-E-L-E-R productions.com so everything i do there so if, if you you want to support me and my life um you know what i do is i i really don't have a donate button per se on my website where people say where can i donate to you i didn't like that idea of just someone throw someone just throw me 20 dollars out of their own bank account and they get nothing out of it so what i do is i set up two dollar rentals up to five dollar rentals and there's only a few five dollar ones um but you know, that's your donation. You know, I just look at it like, hey, man, you want to throw me a couple bucks to to support me and my cause? You get something in return. Pick out a film. Pick out a rabbit hole. I got Michael Jackson stuff. I got chemtrail stuff. I got Hunger Games is more about trafficking and the pedophilia stuff. There's little, you know, uh, psychological operations, uh, the Freemasonic angle of the George Floyd psyop. There's, and obviously the real timeline I did with Miriam Hanin too. That'll take you to Movies Plus to watch it. But most of the stuff on there is just a couple bucks that just supports me. Um, and that's kind of how I do it. I always want someone to get something in return. So now I'm glad that, um, you know, and, and to the first $10,000 worth of donations, all those people that donated, for Old World Order, thank you. And I, I don't think I forgot about you now because the film's free to everybody. It's like, no, no, I'll still be emailing you your personal copy of it. And if you donated uh, more than $20, like it was stated, you're getting my last three films in high def emailed for free for your donation. I always just try to give back. Like, I, I just never feel comfortable. It's like, here, man, I just threw you a hundred bucks. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, what did I do for you? It's weird. And I get like, you know, my wife reminds me like, dude, you change their lives. You help them. You know, they want to support you. That's what it is. That's what supporting is. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But I still want to just like email them something. Like, I just want to throw them something like some gift or something. Because I appreciate it. I know I wouldn't be able to do this without people like that. So I always want to give back. But now I can really give back. Um, so OWFilm.com just to keep updates on the trailer coming out. Official. I got a teaser trailer on there, but the official trailer, the film itself, um, any cast changes, anything like that will be on there. 
And then obviously following Stu Peter on Rumble. So you guys can all be ready for the release of the film. Um, and then, yeah, again, I got a lot of films level with me. If you guys want to see that, it's on there right away. Um, you can watch it on Rockfin. You can watch it on Movies Plus. If you're particular, you want to watch it in 4K, true UHD. That's the only way at the moment I can stream it in 4K. I shot it in 4K. I'm like, I got a 4K film now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Vimeo doesn't do 4K. Rockfin doesn't do 4K. You know, so it's like, uh, okay. Thank God for Movies Plus because their 4K servers are insane. I love the quality of the film on there. It's like, whoa. So that's my Amazon Prime of my future is Movies Plus. I recommend anyone go check them out. They're fucking awesome. But yeah. So, I mean, thank you for having me on, man. Um, you've always been a gracious host, fair host. And I think you're like me in a sense. It did. You're not trying to lie to anyone. You're trying to figure this out. You're trying to put it all together. And instead of judging someone, you go, wait, let me hear this person out. And let's see, let's see. And then you grow from there, right? And I, I'm, I'm very similar in that sense too, man. And I think we're all, all we can do is continue to grow. But as long as we're on the side of the truth, I think that, you know, we can get our world back. So I want to appreciate you and your audience um, for, for your support and love for sure. I appreciate you saying that, man. And yeah, it means a lot to me. You recognize that and real recognize real. We're all doing Always. this together. The truth is out there. Let's find it. It's not a competition. It's a team sport. And the only, the other team are these assholes who are trying to lie to us, right? So as long as we're not lying to each other, I think that's a good indication that we're onto the, the right path. So uh, with that, folks, you know where the man is, Sean Hibbler. He's working on some incredible stuff. So uh, the links are all going to be in the episode description. Follow up with him and immerse yourself in the moment wherever you are in the now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our conversation with Sean Hibbler returning to the show for a second time. Be sure to go and check out all of his work, his movies his podcast appearances he's a very busy guy uh, the old world topic is something that i've discussed a lot on this show you know how i feel about it if you've heard me talk about it before um i don't know that i necessarily agree with sean's take on the old world but i do encourage everybody to go and check out what he has to say and uh, make your own opinions form your own judgments. so with that folks i gotta give a big shout out to our sponsors the hit kit and isaac lazell at organite making the great organite out of the state of oregon and of course, all of our awesome Patreon and Substack supporters, thank you so much for sticking with us and supporting us. We've got some exclusive Patreon-only interviews uploaded right now, so go and check those out. Interviews that aren't currently out yet and won't be out for a few weeks. I'm going to be uploading all of the back catalog, all the things that I, well, not back catalog, but be uploading the queue because i've interviewed quite a few people over the past few days so i'll post as much as i can to the patreon first and uh, it'll roll out on schedule according to plan this month so we're back in action folks thank you so much for sticking around and uh yeah 
Be sure to sign up on the Patreon or the Substack to get an ad-free version of this show and every episode of the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. Not only do you get ad-free episodes, but you get bonus episodes that are only available to supporters and extensions to almost every episode of the my family thinks i'm crazy podcast and i i laugh because it's really it's not almost every episode it's almost every episode in the past few months that have been coming out i do an extension for that episode the latest one was with shannon taggart roman and i had a whole uh two-part podcast one with shannon taggart and then the second part with just myself and roman and that was available for supporters only so go and sign up on patreon or substack to see all of that now and with that folks i'm gonna wrap up here thank you to all of the people who sent me a one-time donation uh i think i gave those shout outs already but there's some really kind people that gave some one-time donations. And uh, if you'd like to do that, you can send me a donation at Mystic Mark on Venmo or uh, on PayPal. And shout out to Dana. She, uh, I did not get a shout out yet. So thank you, Dana. I appreciate the donation on Venmo. So yeah, with that, folks, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for supporting me and this podcast. And we'll see you on the next interview. Immerse yourself in the moment wherever you are in the now. Stay and see how Lucifer's fruit tastes. I'm hard.
hungry for knowledge and hungry for infinite And every time I'm peeking, I can see it for an instant I'm peeking through the curtain at the crowd Sheeps in their seats and the wolves on the prowl Zeitgeist, spirit form, walking through the aisles Consumerism living in their vacant smiles uh, Now I'm peeking through the curtain at the sky I ain't even gotta try, gaining wisdom on the fly I'm touching base with things I can't explain Gods without names on a different plane Wait, I'm peeking through the curtain Cells out of service can't reach me on the circuit Certain, but I feel it like a purpose. Wait, I'm peeking through the curtain. Hardly feeling like a person, but the vibes are perfect. Uh, I'm peeking through the curtain. Nothing is for certain, but I feel it like a purpose. Wait, I'm peeking through the curtain. Cells out of service can't reach me on the circuit. Uh, I'm peeking through the curtain. Nothing is for certain, but I feel it like a purpose. Wait. Certain, but I feel it like a purpose. Wait, 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 wait.